Hi guys, welcome to It's Your Turn podcast. I'm Skye, I'm a functional medicine certified health coach, and I'm here to share anything and everything to do with self-improvement. I really enjoy sharing all that I'm learning about health, about nutrition, most of all about mindset. And I'm also here to share other people's stories of their health challenges and to help celebrate their successes. I feel like this is such an important piece because in other people's stories, we can really learn and see what's possible for us in our lives. Welcome to It's Your Turn podcast. This is Sky, And today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, different plans that are out there and different different programs that, that a lot of us have, have been on that we've tried or maybe that we're, you know, thinking about experimenting with. And this is because I had, you know, I was speaking with a gal that um, is actually uh, joined the sugar detox that, that I'm hosting. And we just started a couple of days ago and she was disappointed because she had been on, you know, this other program and she'd lost, you know, I think 25 something pounds, she said, and did really well. And she has since gained that weight back. And it's, I just so relate to what she's going through and how frustrating and hard it is to go through that experience because, you know, it's, it's also right out there front and center, you know, it's, you know, you feel a little bit of that shame and embarrassment, um, because, you know, it can be obvious that, that you've gone through this and you lost the weight and, you know, people are saying these things and then pretty soon you're gaining it all back and it's frustrating and it's, it's, it's not a fun experience. I've gone through it so many times in my life. I have been on the yo-yo roller coaster for, I mean, starting at 19 years, well, earlier than that, but a definite roller coaster since I was about 19 until I was about 37 years old. They all work. When you follow them, they will work. They're just not sustainable and they're not designed by you you didn't go through the process to figure out which parts of these plans are sustainable for you. So you're following somebody else's plan. And, and so it just, you know, it just really dawned on me today that I think of all the things that are going on right now in the world. And as far as all these different programs, there's always a new wave of weight loss programs and you'll see a lot of people be successful with them. And I'm not ever one to tear down any, any of these programs of all the plans. I think I used to think of Weight Watchers as the most reasonable because it was learning moderation. You were at least teaching yourself moderation. You weren't letting somebody else choose the foods for you. And, you know, you're able to kind of rein that in. <clears throat> well, even, even Weight Watchers at this point is really missing the mark when it comes to updated information on nutrition and long-term health, because, you know, I know that they have switched it up a little bit um, with the free points and restructured it somewhat, but you still can take those points and, you know, eat the Weight Watchers cookies, you know, and that's a good swap. And, and in reality, when you're on those types of programs, you're still really kind of white knuckling it and trying to rein in those portion sizes and you're maybe not satisfied and, you know, you're, you're triggered and you're wanting to eat more and you're having to really <clears throat> reel that in. And the beauty of cutting sugar out of your diet and getting rid of that addictive, you know, uh, trigger that sugar brings into our life. It just, it's night and day. And I, you know, I wouldn't say I was a super, you know, sweet tooth, but I would definitely say more of the starchy 
carbs and those types of foods and the pastas and the breads and, and all of that. Um, so I'm getting off track there, but I guess what I'm saying is this day and age, you know, I can think of a handful of different things that are, that are trending right now. And I see people losing weight and losing big amounts of weight. And, and I hope that it's sustainable for them. I hope that they figure out along the way what they need to do to make it work for them, to make it not feel like somebody else's plan, to make it not feel like, you know, you're starting to be resentful of, of the way you're having to eat or, you know, spending weekends where you're kind of going off the deep end because you're sick and tired of eating on that plan. And unfortunately, I mean, the percentage is so high. I want to say it's like 97% of people who, who lose weight to gain the weight back. And, and that's not even being specific. I mean, that's kind of across the board when people lose large amounts of weight. Um, most times they do gain the weight back and that's just a fact, you know, there are right now, I know that there's different plans that include a lot of supplements, a lot of, you know, patches. Um, of course there's the medications that are popular and trending right now, which really gets me fired up because again, you know, whether or not obesity is considered a disease and I can, I can buy into that. I do think that, you know, our genetics have a lot to play into how, you know, how our body metabolizes food and, and all of the above. I do not believe that it is a condition that needs to be treated with medications, pharmaceuticals, and so that's definitely trending. And I, I know personally a lot of women who are buying right into it and they are losing weight and I'm happy that they feel good and I'm happy that they're losing weight and they're, you know, getting their confidence back and, and feeling good about themselves. That is so far up on my list of what I want for anybody. But, you know, it's almost like waiting for that other shoe to drop because it's just they haven't gone through a process of figuring out, you know, exactly what is going to work for them. You know, the medications, the injections, um, that's a whole nother category, but you know, if you're working to be healthy and to get the weight off and to, you know, reclaim your health, how are you going to do that when you're taking a pharmaceutical that's really just suppressing your appetites? I, I mean, I, I know a couple of people who have, who have, done them, lost some weight with them, and admittedly said it really gave them kind of like the heart palpitations and insomnia and made them feel jittery and anxious. I mean, that is that is no way to, to live. And so if, if your doctor is saying that you can be on that indefinitely, find a new doctor. And I always struggle with with the gastric bypass surgeries and I'm I'm never going to stand in judgment of anybody everybody is entitled to their own decision and for some people it is the right decision and some people are you know have are going through it have gone through it have have been successful are happy that they they made that choice and I also know people who whose health failed um you know you have forever altered your body, you know, internally and your digestive system and your ability to absorb nutrients, you know, that you have to be so intentional about what you're eating when you have, when you've done the gastric bypass, because you can only eat so much and it isn't much. I mean, your stomach's like the size of a walnut to begin with. Um, and so you have to be so focused on getting the right amount of protein and, and the right foods. And so you can't waste that by not eating well, but, but then again, you're supposed to you know, automatically overnight 
be able to make those right choices for the rest of your life. I mean, that's, that can be a stretch, but again, I, I do know people who have been successful and have, you know, gotten into fitness because they've gotten the weight off and they had more energy and, and that's awesome. You know, again, I'm not trying to judge anybody. I just, I guess I'm speaking to people who are at that point, give this a chance, you know, join my community we have an amazing community of support already. Um, I'm working on building a membership, but meanwhile, I have connected with so many women and these women are building each other up all the time, supporting each other. Um, I've done a, this is my second uh, 21 day sugar detox challenge that I'm, that I'm holding. And out of 39 people in the first challenge, 16 people of that first group signed up to be in my second challenge. And, you know, and it really tells me that what people need is support and they need community and they need each other to be accountable to and to feel like somebody else gets it and is going through it with them. It's, it's so important to connect on that level. When we're out there trying to, you know, do a new plan by ourselves and trying to hold ourselves accountable and there's no one to answer to, and maybe we haven't even really put it out there, you know, to, to our family or our friends, we're just kind of trying to make changes. It's a, it's a lonely road and it's hard. It's hard to stay consistent. And so I really recognize that the need to continue on because many of the people in the first group, you know, we talk a lot about transitioning and reentering, reintroducing foods back into your diet, you know, because you, the detox is this little bubble where you're really trying to eliminate all sweeteners. It's, it's this little bubble. And so we talk a lot about, you know, slowly reintroducing some of the foods back and trying to make that plan, make yourself, you know, give yourself some structure on the way out so that you feel like you have a plan um, as far as making the long-term changes. But I'm finding that a lot, a lot of people struggle with that. And, and I totally get that because I do better when I am held accountable on a certain level. And so I'm finding that's really what people need is to continue on together, to work together, to continue to support each other and still, you know, working towards the same goals. It's fun. It's, you know, you have something to kind of tap into every day. You know, you're getting in the group, you're seeing what's going on. You're looking at other people's postings and their meals and their workouts for the day. And you're posting your meals and, you know, you're trying to make a nice, nutritious, um, food for your family. You're trying to shop differently. You're trying to find the hidden sugars and share that with the other group members so that, you know, we're all learning. And so it's been such a fun process. And I just, I guess I'm just calling to people who are stuck because, you know, at, at my heaviest, um, I was 298 pounds. I was two pounds away from 300 and I had been in a really bad place for a lot of years. I had really checked out of my life. I felt like a bystander. I did not participate in a lot of activities with my family. I have a lot of guilt looking back. Um, I wish I had been, you know, more while I was always there. I was the person behind the camera taking the pictures. I didn't join in. I, I, I didn't, um, my weight held me back both, you know, being self-conscious and feeling insecure and, you know, and also physically, there's things I physically couldn't do or, you know, yeah, it, you're just so limited. Like, you know, I was just tired of feeling like a complete shell of myself. And so 
you know, I kind of found my niche with women in my age group, you know, women who are kind of in the season of our lives. And, and I talk a lot about, you know, our kids have grown and, and we have been caregivers and we always are caregivers to friends and family, to everybody. And a lot of times we just don't put ourselves on that list. We don't prioritize our health. You know, we, we throw in the towel so easily when it comes to us, but heaven forbid, you know, somebody in our family or a loved one wanted to give up on, on themselves and their health, you know, we would never allow that to happen, but we do it all the time to ourselves. And so, you know, coming together, making a decision, you know, working towards your goals, learning updated information about nutrition. I think that's what kills me the most is just, it's so frustrating because, you know, most of what many of us believe to be true about nutrition, about weight loss, about, you know, preventative health, it, it all stems from the food industry. We were, we were given the wrong information for so long. It's not like there's new information. It's that now we know better. There are scientific studies. Now we know that, you know, uh, General Mills was just trying to sell cereal. I feel really bad when I see parents trying to make good choices for their children and for their families and we're still doing, you know, yo play yogurt and cereal for breakfast. I mean, you know, that's what we were told was healthy, you know. I mean, whole whole wheat muffins, things like that are, you know, that's all just I shouldn't say a hoax, but it's all just um sugar. It's just all sugar. That's what it boils down to. It's and it triggers us for the entire day. We are constantly craving more and more food. We are constantly overeating. We are constantly wanting the carbohydrates and the sugar because it's addictive and it's proven to be addictive. And, you know, if cutting out the sugar and just being able to kind of feel that difference in your relationship with food, first of all, I mean, that's, I, I still to this day am just shocked how less often I think about food during the day, you know, when I was eating all the things, I was always tuning into what I was going to eat next and planning my meals, snacking. And if I wasn't, I was kind of uh, bothered by it because, you know, I just, I, my, my blood sugar was spiking and crashing all day long. And it's a different feeling when you cut out sugar. And so what I'm doing with the detoxes, to me, it's kind of like, the entryway to, to just having that glimpse of what it feels like to change your relationship with food, to get actual energy back, to get rid of all the tightness in your skin and inflammation and, and to get in there and, and learn more about, you know, what a healthy plate should look like. I mean, we started off with the food pyramid, you know, went into the my plate, which is still kind of off and learning now that we really need to prioritize healthy fats. I mean, they were always, fats were always demonized, you know, don't eat a lot of nuts and seeds. Don't eat peanut butter. Don't eat um, avocados or not very much of them. You know, all that fat's bad for you, but we need to eat, you know, a high amount of, of healthy fats good, clean protein and get our carbohydrates from fruits and vegetables, you know, with all the fiber and the, the nutrients and it's what our body needs for fuel, you know? And so when I look at everything that's going on and, and all these different people working, you know, joining and paying all this money for these different plans. I mean, there is one plan going around that I've heard is like $1,200 a month. And I think it's supplements and shakes and, you know, kind of this restrictive and people are successful with losing weight and they're also gaining it back. And I've seen it and I, 
and it just breaks my heart. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, join me. Don't do that. It has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that I've lived that life for so many years. I have done all the plans. I have lost up to 68 pounds in, you know, 90 days doing protein fasting and just crazy things I've done. It's just so honestly, it just really breaks my heart to see people getting, you know, going through the process, you know, really not learning long-term, you know, sustainable lifestyle changes. And therefore it's, it's just harder to take when the weight comes back. It's, it's even a harder blow than it was, you know, initially to be dealing with the weight and, I'm not trying to get anybody to buy into supplements or patches or a certain strict eating plan. You know, I don't sell shakes. I don't, I want to help people learn updated, clear information about nutrition, about what their body needs for fuel, what their body needs for fuel in order to burn stored fat and get rid of it. You know, there's only two sources of fuel that our bodies use for energy, and it's either sugar or it's fat. And so when you take out the sugar, and this isn't like a keto thing, <laughs> I'm talking about you're taking out added sugars, you're taking out refined, empty carbohydrates, you know, the breads, the crackers, the pastas, the chips, you know, not even talking about all the bad oils and the inflammation that causes. But <clears throat> when you take all that out, your body starts using fat as its main source of fuel. That is how we get rid of stored fat. I would love if, it, you know, and I'm not a scientific person, but when I read uh, Dr. Jason Fung's obesity code, that was my turning point to understanding we have been doing it all wrong. It's not trying to create a calorie deficit because calorie deficit will work but only for a limited time. Your body will get to a place where it will start slowing down. Your metabolism will start slowing down. You will start losing hair before your body will allow you to continue losing weight because you get to a certain point that our bodies are too intelligent to let us starve to death. And so you cannot do a calorie deficit forever on and on and continue to lose weight. So, so many of us always were like, why could I always get to this one set point and I could never get past it? That's why. And so when I listened, when I read this book, it's just makes so much sense. He's like, you put your, your body into fat burning mode in between eating and you're still, you know, trying to eat a good amount of fats, good amount of protein and vegetables. And, you know, it, the sweets would be natural, you know, fruits and, and things. When you get to in between those meals, you're already in fat burning mode. So if you need more energy, your body starts using up stored fat. That is how you, you, and this isn't to lose weight. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's, you will be amazed how much energy you feel when you eat this way. And so it's nothing, it's not a program. It doesn't end. You know, you find, you find the, the things that you're willing to sustain, you know, maybe you're doing 90% of the time, you know, you're really sticking to how you choose to eat. And the rest of the time you don't sit there and beat yourself up. Maybe it's 80, 20, you know, it depends on your, your, goals is some of it to lose weight, then you want to be a little stricter. I mean, honestly, when I really, you know, when I lost weight, um, I lost 120 pounds and it was 12 years ago and it wasn't overnight. I lost 80 pounds the first year. Um, and then I went on to lose more and I have fluctuated and I still, it's still always a struggle and it always will be. I always have to be intentional about 
watching how I eat, about my activity level. You know, I have it in my genetics to to be overweight. And so, and I'm not a small girl. I'm still a curvy girl. And I, you know, and I plump up here and there and I and I work to to get my weight, to keep it at a comfortable, you know, weight for myself because that's when I feel the best. That's when I have more energy. That's when I that's when I feel good. And so, you know, it's not to say everybody needs to eat, you know, an exact proportion of macros. It's not like that. It's like here in general is the correct information about nutrition. Take that, alter it to your lifestyle, find the things that are non-negotiable for you. Maybe it's going to be a certain type of creamer or sweetener you like in your coffee. You know, there, there can be a lot of different variables, but when you find what works for you, but you have the correct information, you can get the weight off. You can keep the weight off and you can feel great doing it. It's not one of those things that you don't feel good until the very end. You start feeling so good right away. I mean, within, I'm telling you in this, in this 21 day detox, when people reduce the sugar, the bad oils, um, and start eating more whole foods for these 21 days, we do a face-to-face, uh, selfie and out of the first group, I mean, there are some pictures in there that blew my mind. And I knew that they were current pictures. They took them. I mean, I know these people. Um, some of them were new to me, but uh, I do know the people that I'm talking about and including my husband. And it was amazing because inflammation just, you know, it isn't just in your joints. Um, it's everywhere in your body. Amazing how how much of an impact taking sugar out of your diet can make even in 21 days. And if if the fact that you actually go through withdrawal symptoms and detoxing symptoms from your actual diet, if that doesn't make you think twice about what we're eating, it's, it's, it's really concerning. And I'm not trying to be on my high horse because boy, I loved fast food. I, you know, loved my pastas and my rices. And I mean, I loved all the foods actually. And, um, for, for most of my life. And so being able to make these changes and making them lifestyle changes. You know, it's been about three years that I've really taken the sugar out of my diet and added in more whole foods. And I'm, it's always a process. I'm always working on different things. I know I don't get enough greens. I know that I should eat more vegetables and, you know, but the more, you know, the better we do. And it has to start with the correct information. And so many of us really don't have the correct information. And, you know, some of the foods that we always thought were great health foods, they're doing nothing for you. You know, they're, they're keeping you addicted to the sugars and to, you know, the cravings and letting food kind of have that control over you because sugar is hidden in so much of our foods and it is highly addictive and that is scientifically proven. And so I welcome anybody who is gaining and losing and gaining, you know, join our community and learn how to stay focused on your goals. So much of what I do as a health coach is so much more than, than just trying to show you, you know, updated information on nutrition. It's so much about valuing yourself enough to do the work about self-worth, about self-esteem, self-confidence, you know, all the things that, that I lacked and I lost over the years of, you know, always just talking horribly to myself. And that's, that's the key. That's, you know, it's such a big piece of being consistent, making this a lifestyle is, you know, just recognizing your own worth. And so as we go through even the detox, 
I talk so much about mindset and so much about the things that have helped me after all those years to be able to learn, you know, at what point do I, do I start getting off track? You know, like, you know, what helps me to stay successful and what helps me to stay consistent because it's, it's new and fun at first and the newness wears off and we hit plateaus and, and when you've got a lot a lot ahead of you, not only a weight loss, but you're trying to make lasting changes. It has so much to do with being in the right mindset and, you know, tapping into that every day, learning how to create new habits. It's almost like training your mind, you know, how to pick up on your own little cues of starting to slough off because I don't feel like most of us just drop all of our goals one day and just wake up and eh, I'm done. It's just such a gradual process. You know, we stop, you know, we start kind of letting the food slide a little bit and this and that. And we maybe we aren't walking as often or three or four days goes by and you don't get back on, on your treadmill or you go on a vacation and you get off track, you know, and you have a hard time kind of hitting that reset button and, and carrying on with your goals. Um, you know, we switch jobs or somebody in our family gets sick. There's so many different things that, that life throws at us always. And I feel like, you know, the, the more you keep this carrot in front of you of your goals and, and plug into it every day and stay with like-minded people who are working toward the same thing, you know, just being part of a community can really make all the world of difference. And, you know, jumping on keto or the latest diet and the latest, you know, pill, you know, but in truth, there is no magic pill. It, you can get the weight off, but again, 97, 98% of the time that weight is going to come back on. If you don't go through the process that it takes to learn how to change your lifestyle and, and that has to be specific to you, we can't follow somebody else's program or plan that they create we're individuals, you know, health isn't a program. And so I just want to encourage people to try something different. Um, you know, try to get the correct information. It, it, it can make all the difference. You know, when, when we know better, we do better. And I think that people would be really amazed at how sustainable this lifestyle really is when it comes to, you know, cutting out all the hidden sugars, um, you know, eating more whole foods, you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing and it can make a huge difference. It it's, I think I would have been one of the first ones to say that, you know, cutting out the sugar and cutting out all these processed foods, is just unrealistic, but it's not unrealistic because if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And my husband's now doing it. And, and it's crazy because you would just be amazed at the kinds of meals that you can eat and cook and how satisfying they are. And it's not just garden salads with a side of grilled chicken. You know, we're making casseroles, stews, you know, pot roasts with all the vegetables. Um, there's so many different variations you can do of, of the salads, fajitas, you know, some compliant tortillas that are 
you know, really low ingredients, almond flour. Um, there's just so many good options out there and it just makes it so simple. And so I think that's been one of the biggest eye openers of people going through this challenge, just realizing how much they can eat. They don't have to count calories. They don't have to weigh their food. They don't have to worry about portion control. Your body takes care of this over time. When you start eating you know, healthier fats and, and good protein and start balancing that out. Um, you start craving the foods that are good for you and it's hard to overeat those kinds of foods. It's different. You can overeat a bag of Doritos, but it's hard to sit down with nuts and seeds and some sharp cheddar cheese and, you know, get carried away. It's just a different kind of feeling. So any questions, I would love you to get a hold of me. I'd love to support you on your journey of getting started. And, you know, if you enjoy the podcast, please share it with a friend who it might be beneficial to. Um, if you leave a review, it really helps the podcast to get out there a little bit more, reach more people, build this community of women. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you next week.